0: The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. the The Jews murmured about Jesus because he said, I am the bread that came down from heaven. And they said to him, Is this not Jesus, the son of Joseph? Do we not know his father and mother? Then how can he say, I have come down from heaven? Jesus answered and said to them, Stop murmuring among yourselves. No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draw him, and I will raise him on the last day. It is written in the prophets, They shall all be taught by God. Everyone who listens to my Father and learns from him comes to me. Not that anyone has seen the Father except the one who is from God. He has seen the Father. Amen, amen, I say to you, whoever believes has eternal life. I am the bread of life. Your ancestors ate the manna in the desert, but they died. This is the bread that comes down from heaven. So that one may eat it and not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh for the life of the world. The gospel of the Lord. Amen. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So God tells Elijah, go to Mount Horab, where I will meet you. Mount Horeb is in the middle of the worst desert on the planet. So let's do the math. It takes him 40 days and 40 nights to get there. Figure 25 miles a day on foot. So that's about the distance between here and St. Louis without any mini-marts and without any holiday inns. So the question is, why does God make it so hard? Why is it so? Why does he made things always so difficult? Can't he meet Elijah maybe in Jerusalem? That's where he met Ezekiel. Why can't he just meet them there? How come he can't meet them? It's a nice place. It's easy to get to. Why is God always so hard? And the reason is, is because Elijah has to deliver a message to the promised people. And the message is that there's going to be a, a long drought. There's going to be a famine in the land. But before Elijah can deliver the message... He has to live the message. He has to know what it's like to survive many days without food and water. And that's exactly what a prophet is. A prophet is someone who, before he delivers the message, is someone that has to live the message. So God goes to Hosea, the prophet in the north, I want you to marry a woman who will be unfaithful to you. Now, that doesn't seem to be a a very reasonable request. Why would no one want to marry somebody that's not going to be unfaithful to them? Why is God making it? Because the reason is because Hosea needs to feel what God is feeling, who was in a relationship with Israel who was unfaithful to him. So Hosea has to live the message before he can deliver the message. And God goes to Ezekiel, tells Ezekiel, tell my people, Judea and Jerusalem, that a foreign nation will come and take them away in captivity. Now I know Ezekiel's thinking, he's thinking, oh, not that message. (laughs) Why that message? How come I have to deliver that message? How come I can't have the message of Isaiah? Go to the mountain of the Lord where I will give you rich food and juicy choice wines. How come I can't have that message? So anyway, Ezekiel, sure enough, was taken away to Babylon in captivity and he lived in a concentration camp. Anyways, he delivered the message because that's what a prophet is prophet is someone who has to live the message before he delivers the message. A lot of times in life we ask God, why is, it, why is God so hard on us? Why is God so difficult? How come life can be so hard? So, 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 so and maybe the reason is because you're a prophet. Maybe the reason is you're a prophet. And your mission is to deliver a very important message that can make an impact and a difference for other people. One of the seminarians was ordained in California and he asked me to give the homily for his first Mass. So I went out there and just before the Mass, the pastor of the, of the parish comes to me and says, You got to do this in five minutes. You know, five, that's it, because I got another Mass after this and I have, a, I have crowd control, you got to get it done. So anyway, I, I give the homily and I'm five minutes into the homily, and I say to the, I say to the congregation, I said, I didn't come all the way out here from Boston just to talk for five minutes. I'm taking seven. So I finished it up. I finished what I was saying. At the end of the mass, the newly ordained wanted to thank his parents. And this is how he did it. He took his priest stole and handed it to his father. and He said, Dad, I want to give you this stole to remind you that every time I hear confession, every time I show compassion and mercy to somebody, it's because I learned it from you first. And he gave his mother a purificator and said, Mom, when you die in many, many years from now, and you go to heaven, and, they, and if somebody up there asks you why they should let you in, may this purificator remind you that you lived your life in such a way. That you inspired your son to be a priest. And after I heard that, I said, he didn't need me at all. <laughs> he already gave him to the homily. Because sometimes our lives, we live our lives in a way that gives an important message that can change somebody and make a big difference in somebody's life. My father grew up during the depression. They didn't have any money. They lived from day to day. My father went out and worked all weekend shoveling and cleaning. At the end of the weekend, he came in in the living room and he emptied his pockets full of change and he counted it and stacked it and, and he dreamed of buying a bike and saving up. When he was done counting and dreaming, he took the money, was on the carpet, walked into the kitchen and handed his mother all the money so she could buy food. Little did my father know that at that moment he was giving money to his mother, that he was building character. That he was building character. That one day would inspire his son to be a priest. And to inspire another son to be a research scientist as a a chemist. And another one to work hard and be successful in a business in, in computers. Yeah, sometimes we ask that question. Sometimes we ask, why is God hard in our life? Why is it so difficult? Why doesn't God make it easy? And maybe it's because he wants us to be a prophet. He wants us to deliver a message that can make an impact and change somebody's life for the better. So remember what a prophet is. They have to live the message before they deliver the message.